Hello and welcome to a very Ben, I'm special... eating right now. Hello and welcome to Noah Eats Bread, a very special... Ben, ben can we, can we uh, start recording later? I'm eating my bread right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Ben, you didn't actually stop recording. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, that concludes our ASMR segment of today. Noah eats bread. <clears throat> that was water. Let's just do a quick second of silence in case we want to edit this out later. <laughs> okay. Mm. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the We Wear Pants podcast. That's correct. Ben, what kind of pants are you wearing today? I'm wearing, let me tell you, I'm wearing some gray sweatpants that I got from Walmart. Mm. You know what's really neat about these pants? Is tell me. I have a sweater made of the same material, but I purchased the sweater a couple weeks before I got the pants, and so they look a little bit more worn. So when I wear them together, if you look real close, they're different colors. That's awesome. I'm glad you uh, dressed up for this very special occasion <laughs> podcast episode. Yeah, of course. Just for you. What kind of pants are you wearing, Noah? Well, now that you bring it up, Ben, I'm actually wearing uh, one One might call them pants because they are. One might also call them two sweaters for both of my legs. Is that they're two, also that. Is that two sweaters each or two for the legs as a unit? One continuous sweater for both legs. Wow, okay. Anyway, the reason why I bring up the fact that they're pants and sweater is because they are indeed both. They are what one would call swants, sweater pants. And what makes them so special for today's episode is they have various Christmas-related items on them, just like a Christmas sweater would. Yeah, and in case you, the, the the title didn't let you know, our episode today is special because it's the Christmas edition. Mm. No, I couldn't help but notice that on your Christmas-themed pants, there are some turkeys. I'm just wondering, to you, is turkey a Christmas item? I, personally, they're not a Christmas item, more of like a holiday Thanksgiving item. <laughs> However, uh, let me explain real quick. So... My family on Christmas always has a ham for Christmas dinner. So that would explain why turkey is not a Christmas item. Anyway, I know of uh, multiple families who probably do have turkey on Christmas dinner. So uh, I like how you said know of probably. I mean, I'm just assuming okay. I could definitely find you at least one or two families who eat turkey on Christmas. I'll buy usually. it. I'll buy it. So, Noah, do you know what our topic is for today? Unless you want to talk more about your turkey pants. Uh, Well, it's definitely not about Christmas. No, no. Yeah, this is the Christmas special. Why would we talk about Christmas? Let me tell you, if you look at the name of the podcast as a whole... It'll tell you, because we're going to talk about pants today. (laughs) 
In case it wasn't clear, we're not always going to talk about pants, but for the first episode for this Christmas special, we thought it would be appropriate to actually talk about pants. Uh, so what I've done is I've done a little bit of research, and I wrote down on real paper, so if you hear paper flipping, it's because I got real notes here. I did some real research. I dug deep for this. Um, so if you hear paper rustling, just know that I'm consulting myself from the past. Um, we're talking about the history of pants. Uh, no, if you had to define pants for me, uh, how would you define pants? I personally would call pants and trousers synonyms. Okay. And okay. trousers is defined as thus, an article of clothing that covers the area of the body between the waist and the ankles, which divides into a separate part for each leg. Mm, mm, very cool. All right. Yeah, that was very similar to the definition that I found when I was doing my preliminary pants research. That's a little tongue twister for you. Um, but I also found that in the UK, the word pants often refers to underwear. Um, and sometimes, so trousers, like the word that we use as a synonym for pants, actually means something very slightly differently in the UK. Um, but sometimes in like school uniforms, uh, what we would call pants, they call long trousers and they call shorts short trousers. That's interesting. Isn't that a fun little Speaking thing? of shorts, I think we should address the... Uh, the elephant in the room? I, I think we should address the elephant in the room. Are shorts pants? I think this will be fun. On three, both of us will say what we think, and we'll see if we agree, and if we don't, the podcast is over. I, okay, I suppose. Okay, uh, we're about to answer the question. Are shorts pants? One, two, three. Yes. yes. I'm very so glad we answered the same <laughs> answer. What if we'd actually just stop the podcast because of that? All right. Very cool. I'm glad we agree. Um, right. My basis for that was on how in the UK they call shorts short trousers, which leads me to believe that uh, shorts would be classified as a subset of pants or trousers since we're using them as synonyms in our vocabulary. Yeah. I actually have a, another definition for shorts. Oh. Uh, short pants? Yeah, let me actually uh, define a whole other word that's related to my definition, <laughs> but not the word shorts. <laughs> this whole podcast so, is just going to be definitions. <laughs> uh, I'm going to define the word hyponym for you. Do you know what a hyponym is? Uh, under name, sub name, root name, something like that. Uh, yeah, kind of. So I'm sure everyone's aware of the whole... All squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares thing. Mm, That's yeah. essentially what a hyponym is, is oh. something that uh, falls into a umbrella term, but is a subcategory that's uh, more tightly defined with something else. Okay, so hyponym is the the stricter category, the subcategory. Yes. Is a hypernym the then the supername, or is there uh, not a word for that? I don't know. That's we'll tell you question. next week. We probably won't. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, shorts, let me get to that definition now. Uh, shorts is a hyponym of trousers wow. or pants. Uh, so more specifically, a shortened version of trousers, hence the name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, now that we've cleared that up and no one can argue with us that shorts are not pants, 
which um, I should have the numbers, but I don't on a, a poll that we uh, put out about uh, people's thoughts on pants. And a lot of people said the shorts were not pants. Um, so we might That's lose any potential listeners by both of us saying that shorts are pants. But I'm willing to stand by it. I feel like we should bring up the fact <clears throat> that we have uh, Twitter. Yeah, that'd quick. be great. If you're mad at us for saying that shorts are actually indeed pants, you can tweet at us at at We Wear Podcast. We wear pants was taken. So, all right, that's awesome. I'm glad we have a Twitter. You can also tweet at us any fan art of pants if you want to guess what Noah's pants look like. You know, just uh, shoot us a tweet if you just want to talk. If you just want a friend. We'll probably see that tweet sometime. Yeah, we only have six followers right now, so let's get those numbers up, guys. <laughs> Come on! I think we, uh, I think we're shooting for ten followers by <laughs> the end of the minute. So that would be awesome. I'll check. You know, we wear we wear pants twenty twenty. We're gonna get to at least ten followers. That's our that's our New Year's resolution. <laughs> Speaking of New Year's, it is indeed the New Year as we're recording this. Which, uh, That's which why makes the, the Christmas special that much more special. We we just really saved up all of our Christmas energy into the new year. Yeah, we're really living the dream. Uh, so Noah, are you ready to get into the history of pants? Yes. All right. Let me let me tell give you. Me some a, give me a quick story time. What I'm, what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to ask you stuff that you probably don't know the answer to, and I want you to answer it. Uh, does oh, that make sense? No. <laughs> Okay, uh, where do you think the oldest pants are from? If I were to give you an answer to this question, which mm-hmm. I will. Please do. I would probably say ancient Mesopotamia. Wow. Okay, you're in that right part of the world. The oldest that I found were found in a Yanghai cemetery, which is in western China. Wow. I don't even know where Mesopotamia is. Yeah, it's in that area. Um, These particular pants were uh, dated to about the 10th or 13th century BC, Um, and they were made of wool, and they were probably used for horseback riding, because you know they did that a lot back in the times. Um, hmm. What's next? (laughs) Moving forward in history, we're now moving on to what we might call breeches or britches. Um, and these are actually not qualified as trousers by the strictest definition because they go to just below the knee. Uh, so these aren't mm. shorts. They're not trousers. You might call More them... More of a capri. You might call them a capri. Uh, but here's the thing. They've actually got a loose fit and a tight cuff. Um, so they're kind of like a, a forerunner of the jogger. And because I'm bad at research, I have no idea what time period those are from because <laughs> I That's didn't awesome. write it down. Um, now we're trucking right along. We're looking at the first time that pants come into, uh, history, written down history. Uh, Noah, when do you think that was? Well, the first, uh, bit of history that I know of is... If you're wrong about this, we're ending the podcast. (laughs) What year was the Constitution written? (laughs) Don't put me on the spot. You think I know things? I don't know either. That's why I'm asking. 17 something 17 it was after 1776 it was after that because that's the declaration of independence and if i'm wrong and you're angry at me please tweet and follow us at we wear podcast on twitter follow us first and then tweet at us yeah yeah when do you think 
pants are first mentioned in history? Uh, maybe like 20 BC. Wow, you're actually really wrong. It was the 6th century BC. <clears throat> um, and it was in rock carvings of Parasopolis, Iran. Uh, and it was carved by the Greeks. That's why it's named Parasopolis, like a Greek city would be. Speaking of the Greeks, they had quite some thoughts on pants. Would you like to say anything? Really? I'd like to uh, learn about what the Greeks... All right. Let me just keep telling you about uh, Greco-Roman thoughts on pants. Um, So the Greeks really didn't enjoy pants. Don't look at my notes. (laughs) I'm trying to read along with you. Uh, Greeks called the the loose-fitting pants of the Middle East, because we were talking about how they were made of wool and they were made for riding... Uh, so they were pretty loose. They allowed for some free movement so that people could be active and, you know, doing stuff. Um, but the Greeks, they called their slang word for these loose pants was the word sacks, like a potato sack or a sack of beans or a grocery sack. They didn't call it things that, but that's what they called it. Uh, so the Greeks kind of thought that pants were trash. Uh, they were always wearing togas. Kind of like a trash bag or a trash <laughs> sack. <laughs> oh, that was loud. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and so as we were discussing how pants are signified by covering the legs from waist to ankles or varying lengths, you know, depending how you define it, uh, separately, uh, the Greeks, for whatever reason, really preferred that one unified covering going all the way down, which we would call a skirt or a dress or a toga, because that's actually what we call it. Um, now we all completely understand what I'm saying, (laughs) um, you know, about those Romans. Let me just clarify something Do we actually all know what you're saying? I really hope so, because I over-explained it, so it might have gotten to the point where it doesn't make sense anymore. All right, let's keep going. All right. Um, So you know Rome, that old place, Uh, and you know how the Romans... Go ahead. You know how the Romans really loved the Greeks. Uh, They looked up to them. Um, They looked down on other civilized... <laughs> so you I know, shouldn't have ate so much bread. Yeah. So you know the Romans and how much they love the Greeks and uh, really try to model their civilization after them. Uh, so Rome looked at the robes of the Greeks, those togas we were talking about, as highly civilized, and they thought that pants were basically barbarian clothes. Um, but as time went on in the Roman uh, Republic and the Roman Empire then the functionality of pants led to their eventual use. Um, So as Rome was spreading up into Europe in those colder climates, it was just a lot more functional for military personnel, especially to wear pants, which gave them the freedom of movement and the warmth that they needed. Mm. Um, So Rome, uh, through that, through the military use, there was a slow cultural change where then eventually civilian people also started wearing pants. So what you're saying is only military people until that point wore pants and everyone else was naked (laughs) (laughs) yes that's exactly what i'm not saying um so yeah the civilians you know they wear those togas um and then the military was wearing pants and slowly it became acceptable and then maybe even a little bit chic to uh wear pants i don't think they would have called it chic i don't think i should call it chic what do you think they would have called it probably cool (laughs) <laughs> all right let me tell you more 
so the Romans, even though they might not have said chic, they did have two main types of pants. Uh, and it seems that both of these types were inspired from the Celtic. Can, can I guess what the types of pants were? Sure. Left and right leg. <laughs> All right. They had four types of pants, left and right leg. And then these two I'm going to tell you about. Mm. Uh, the first one was called the Feminalia. Wow. I'll say that for you again. The Feminalia. I want you to guess why it's called that. Uh, probably because they wanted to name it that. All right. Good guess. Uh, you're probably right. So let me tell you the real reason. Does it have anything to do with females? No, you're completely wrong. That's awesome. <laughs> That's actually a common misperception. Uh, um, Say that again. They're actually called femme as in femur because wow. these particular pants are snug and they end at the knee or mid calves and they mainly cover your femur area where you keep your femurs which for those of you who aren't kinesiology majors it's your thigh ben where do you keep your femurs personally i'm not talking like generalizations for everyone else where where do you personally keep your femurs my personal femurs are above my patellar bones as well as my other lower bones, and they're below my hip bones, and I keep them inside of my skin. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to hear that. All right. Let me tell you about the other types of pants. And by that, I mean the other type, because we already talked about left, right, and feminalia, which leaves one type of pant. Mm. We're looking at brachiae, which I'm definitely saying wrong. Kind of like brachiosaurus. Yeah, Is that probably like really long pants because they have long necks. Yeah, um, because I'm bad at research and <laughs> didn't figure out what the name meant. I'm just gonna assume you're right. That's awesome. Um, so these pants, unlike the feminalia, were loose and they ended at the ankles. They were often made of leather, wool, cotton, or maybe silk. Um, and when I say that, I mean both types of pants were made out of those materials. <laughs> <laughs> so the silk uh, is really signifies as they became more used in civilian uh, life because in the military they use more of those durable materials like leather and stuff now Noah I want you to guess when pants really hit their stride so to speak when they really came into into vogue uh, I'd, I'd probably guess maybe like the 30s the 20s what a millennium are <laughs> What millennium are we talking about here? Uh probably like the thirties or twenties. <laughs> Alright, you're exactly wrong. Um they really my notes say this is why I said hit my stride, I'm gonna say it again, because my notes <clears throat> say, and I quote, really hit their stride in medieval Europe, varying tightness, length, cuff type. There were probably a, a 20s or 30s. Yeah, there was probably there. some 20 or 30 in there. I bet 20 or 30-somethings around medieval Europe were wearing these <laughs> pants. <laughs> so if, if you remember earlier when we were talking about how we define pants, you remember that pants often means underwear in the UK, whereas trousers means the outer garment that we uh, American folk uh, use as a synonym for trousers and pants. Um, so now we're going to talk about why that is. It's because trousers were often used as undergarments for long Byzantine tunics. 
Um, and this was due to Roman influence, where they wanted the functionality of pants, but they also wanted to have the aesthetic of uh, a gown or a tunic or a toga sort of clothing. Um, so this is, you can think about those old uh, paintings where they've got the really big, like the the <laughs> bodacious pants, you know what I'm talking about? The real puffy boys. Bell bottoms. <laughs> yeah. And then it's covered up. <laughs> My dad had a pair of those at one point. Probably. MC Hammer was heavily influenced by medieval European pants. Uh, no, but they would often use trousers as an undergarment, so that's why uh, pants now in the UK can be referred to as underwear. Um, but then, well, we think of a more modern pant, where it's loose ankle length and... <laughs> ankle what now? <laughs> <laughs> the loose ankle <laughs> how long have we been recording for about 23 minutes and awesome. 58 this is seconds probably incredibly boring yeah we're not going to edit this at all we're just gonna <laughs> <laughs> all right Looser ankle length and open cuffed pants weren't really popular until the 19th century uh, in England. And I, I'll bet you there was a 20 or 30 somewhere in the 19th century. So you know what? You're right after all, Noah. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Now, this is where it gets really fun. We're going to talk about pantaloons, mm -hmm. which was the name of these looser ankle length and open cuffed pants in the 19th century in England. I found one claim of this online, and by one I mean a couple. The main one was Wikipedia, but it was cited other places. But then on Wikipedia it said, citation needed. So take this with the biggest grain of salt you've ever had in your entire life. I have a salt lamp. It's a pretty big grain. You want to just guess what the assertion I'm about to make is? No. All right, good. Because it probably... <laughs> <laughs> So when we think of pants in our modern Western and probably all around the world, <laughs> when we think about pants, we often think about a certain material I like to call denim or mm. jeans, which neither of us are pair wearing. or two of those. That's awesome. Um, and so this assertion, which I really drew, I really built that up like it was going to be fun, but it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> the claim is that sailors were the first to wear denim pants. Wow. Um, because the Genoese Navy needed clothes that could be worn wet or dry. And this apparently started way back in about the 16th century. Can I pause you for a second? Have sure. you ever worn wet jeans because that is not comfortable <laughs> it's not comfortable but you can do it you can wear wet any kind of pant well i think it would ruin some kinds of pants you know what i'm saying what kind of pant kind of candy pant well, i'm glad that that's none of the pants you've been talking about for the past half hour speaking of jeans by the way i got a fun little fact about those tell me about jeans before i tell you about jeans <clears throat> Let me hit you with a, another one of the, my, uh, what do you call them? Definitions. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call them? <laughs> uh, jeans are defined 
is a type of trouser typically made from denim or dungaree cloth. Mm. I have no idea what that is. You know what dungarees are? Overalls. Yeah, they're kind of like jeans, but overalls. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Can we talk? Anyway, jeans are usually, uh, when, when you talk about jeans, you're usually referencing blue jeans, mm-hmm. which, uh, interesting thing, they were invented by Jacob W. Davis in partnership with Levi Strauss oh, and yes. co. Mm-hmm. Guess what year that was in? Um... 1960. 1871. <laughs> Good guess, Ben. <laughs> Thanks. And, uh, yeah, so that that's the whole fact that I have. Can I just fact check you right now? Yes. I so, got that directly off of the homepage of Google. Really? That's a good source. To the best of my knowledge, that man in Levi Strauss, when they made that deal, was particularly talking about riveted blue jeans. Mm. Where, you know, they got those little button-looking things on them. It makes them real sturdy. Was it patented in 1873 on May 20th? If I was good at research, I'd be able to tell you, but I didn't write that particular information down. Mm. I wrote that down. That's awesome. I'm proud of you. Hmm. Speaking of Levi Strauss, I had something about them. Did you know that they called, this is why I guess 1960, they called their blue jeans waist overalls until 1960, mm. which makes my guess a really bad one. You know what? Now now that we've brought up overalls twice, mm-hmm. I think we should address if those if overalls are, pants are pants or not. I didn't even think about this, which makes I me really bad I would still say yes. I think we should say it on three. I already gave you my answer, but all right. All right. One, two, three. Probably. I really took a hard stance Here's the deal. According to my original definition, if you remember it, if you're taking notes, Mm -hmm. uh, which I know you did, Ben. Yeah. Pants or trousers are an article of clothing that covers the area of the body between the waist and the ankles, which overalls do. They also cover... Other parts of the body? Are you telling me that rompers are pants? If they divide into separate parts for each other. Wow, leg, that's a hot take. I would say yes. I think we're going to need a whole other podcast to break that down. <laughs> we'll talk about this. We'll talk uh, about this when we get home. At some point. Yeah. You know what I was thinking is how Levi Strauss called their pants waist overalls. That almost makes pants a hyponym of overalls. That's a hot. Are all pants overalls? (laughs) Find out next week. You know where the name denim comes from? Let me just say this real quick. Okay. I want to hear what everybody has to say about overalls being Mm -hmm. pants or not. I want to. I'm going to put up a poll on our Twitter account, which let me uh, remind everyone, our Twitter account is at we wear podcast it's spelled exactly how you think it is that's correct oh i bumped the mic so uh go go follow us there and uh partake in our poll that's awesome message us or something slide to our dms okay um was that can i tell you about the name denim now yes awesome all right so please tell me about denim 
It comes from... I'm Ben, I'm waiting for you to tell me about denim. I'm waiting to tell you about denim. Well, then go ahead and tell me about All denim. All right, I'm going to tell you about I'm, denim. I've been waiting now for, what, like a whole 10 yeah. seconds while I've been doing this silly little joke of mine? Yeah. And I'll continue to wait while I continue to make this <laughs> joke. All right. So... It comes denim, that, that fabric type. It comes from D-E, which means like of or from in the French. And then the town, I'm just going to spell it because I definitely will say it very wrong. N-I-M-E-S, which you probably say NIM, if I had to guess. <laughs> <laughs> why, did, why did you just turn into... <laughs> a rhymy person i'm a smart boy i don't know um mm. so you select to get can i quote you on that sure i'm a smart boy you have to say it like that though all right okay so if someone was like this fabric is denim that means they're saying from nim assuming that's how you pronounce it so that's why we call it the gene fabric denim mm. As in of Nim. Yeah. Let me ask you something. I'm just going to keep asking you things. You ever heard the term busting slack? No. Would you like to guess what it means? Uh, If I were to guess, it'd be like, uh, well, you know, slacks is another uh, pant term. You're right. Good start. So uh, I'd say if you were... uh, Maybe uh, giving him a little, a little beat down. <laughs> I'm gonna beat Busting the pants off you. <laughs> That's a great guess. I actually really like it. Um, the other ones I said were good guesses, but that one I actually think was a good guess. Um, so we're we're getting into more modern times here, uh, even past the 1960s with uh, waist overalls. Uh, busting slack was a, a slang term to refer to the fashion of wearing your pants uh, saggily. Wow. Saggy pants is busting slack. How do you think uh, people who do that feel about that term? I think back in the day they probably thought it was real chic. <laughs> <laughs> but now it is probably looked down upon by just people in general. Wow. And let me tell you something. You tell me something. Are you are you trying to tell me that if any of our listeners has their pants sagging a little bit, you can go ahead and unsubscribe you look down on them? <laughs> ben, we're we're not trying to lose followers at this point. This is episode one. If you like to bust slack, then you can follow us on Twitter. Go subscribe to <laughs> us on tri- Twitter. Trader. All right. Very cool. Let me tell you something. Uh, pants were initially a unisex clothing item, um, but then culturally were later viewed much more as a masculine. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused at where your confusion came from. <laughs> the way I wrote my notes didn't make sense. Um so somewhere in the middle of the history of pants, they became a man's game. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then starting around the, the 19th century, um, particularly around 19, the 1970s in the, in the Western culture, it was accepted for women to wear pants more regularly. 
cool. I'm <laughs> glad. Pants yeah. are uh, a wonderful clothing. Let me tell you about the history, not of pants, but of the word pants. I was going to bring that up at some point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was wondering if you had that in your notes. This is what most of my notes are about. <laughs> I'm very excited to tell you about it. You told me earlier that you had a, a wormhole that you went to research. <laughs> have we gone past that already, or is this that? The rest of what I have to say is the so-called wormhole. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that all of your ramblings thus far is not what you would have called the wormhole that you went down. No, yeah, that was very clear, succinct, and well-communicated facts about pants. <laughs> With no rambling and no sidetracking. All right, so I gave you a little preview. Um, with the those looser ankle length and open cuff pants in the 19th century in England referred to as pantaloons. Um, so pantaloon is the root of pants. Um, you want me to tell you what the root for pantaloon is? Yes. Pantalone. <laughs> how, how far does this go? How many root words are there in these root words? That's as far as the root words go, but there's a lot more oh. to communicate. Um, so the difference in pantaloons, let me just spell some things for you real quick. Pantaloons is spelled pant, A-L-O-O-N-S, whereas pantalone is spelled pant and then alone like you if i left right now wow um, <laughs> just made me really sad <laughs> i'll never leave um thanks man so the, the pantalone was then anglicized into pantaloon and that's why there's that little uh discrepancy there so now you're probably wondering where pantalone comes from yes do you want me to tell you or should we just stop the podcast here i i like a cliffhanger <laughs> Pantaloon comes from Italian comedy dating to the 16th through the 18th century. You want to know more about Italian comedies? Please. Maybe instead of asking you if you want to know stuff, I'll just assume you do and I'll just keep talking. Yeah, the awkward little pauses right before you <laughs> ask me if you want to, if you want me to, what am I trying to say? If... You're asking me if I want you to continue talking, mm-hmm. and we're recording a podcast right now, which is completely that. So you can assume forever, mm-hmm. whenever we're recording a podcast, that I always want you to talk. All right. I will never again have an awkward pause in the history of our podcast. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask if I can quote you on that one. I'm just going to quote you on that. All right, good. Could you quote it back to me right now? No. All right. There's a recording of it, though, so... Dang it. Um, So this particular era of Italian comedy is really characterized by, or maybe I should say recognized by, specific character archetypes. A lot of uh, historical comedy has these where they have... uh, hyponyms of character so to speak um and so there was a specific character archetype called pantalone um which i'm definitely saying wrong um and the name in italian it means old fool or dotard dotard i can't even say english words right 
So Pantalone was a specific example of this archetype called the Vecchio character um, category. And that just basically means the old people. Um, Are you talking like people from a long time ago or elderly? elderly? I'm talking elderly. So this character archetype in the Italian comedy was just an old person. And this particular old person was usually the antagonist. And they wore masks because a lot of characters in these Italian comedies wore masks. That's another. So if you ever see an old person (laughs) wearing a mask, you can assume they are the bad guy of some story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Aren't we all? Anyway, there are three. Aren't we all a bad guy of some story or aren't we all an old person wearing a mask? I think you know what I'm saying. So the three other main subtypes are the Zanny, which is spelled Z-A-N-N-I, which... That's not just a a slang term for Xanax. (laughs) I thought I knew where you were going, and that wasn't where I thought you were going. Where did you think I was going? I thought you were going to reference the English word Zany, which means crazy or weird, because that's exactly where the word Zany comes from. Interesting. Sorry for that crinkly noise i had accidentally touched my bag of bread all right so the zanny uh they were all they're usually servants or tricksters and that's about all i have to say about them uh next we have the capitano servants or tricksters usually both if i'm being honest i i feel like those are almost opposite terms I think just like a in a in like a cop comedy where you got the the comic relief probably kind of like that but so don't like quote a, me on that one cuz i'm bad at research interesting the next uh, subtype we have is the capitano um which is a prideful but also a cowardly soldier so this is the kind of person who would the kind of soldier who would you know, really boast about their strength and their might and their victories and all this. But then if you, uh, there's actually a threat, they uh, run away or something. I don't know. Prideful, but cowardly. Kind of like, uh, what's his name? Gilderoy Lockhart in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I'm going to assume you're right because I know you know things. <clears throat> the final category that Let I Let me have. tell you about Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> I think that's his name. If if that's not his name, someone correct me on Twitter. If Noah's wrong and you're angry at him, go ahead and subscribe. And by that, he means follow us on Twitter at WeWordPodcast. <laughs> that's all I have to say about Gilderoy Lockhart. All right. Very is cool. I wasn't sure if that was his name or not. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think there's a lot of people who would agree with you on that one. But the final category... Let us know what your favorite Harry Potter movie is on Twitter. (laughs) Just tell us everything you know. Um, The final category of... Category... uh, What? I think we should uh, use mugs.
<laughs> Those were some of the most disgusting noises I've ever heard. <laughs> All right. The final character archetype that I have researched, because I'm sure there's more and I'm wrong, because I'm not, believe it or not, I'm not a historian on Italian comedies in real, the 16th century. Real quick, century. remind me how we got onto the the different character archetypes. Okay. okay. I'm I'm about to bring it back, but I'll just run us through it real quick. Because the word pants comes from pantaloons, which is an anglicization of pantalone, which is the name of a character of the vecchio subtype of character. And then we also have the zannies, the capitanos, and the last one is the inamorat, which I'm definitely saying wrong, but it means basically in love like a more. That's where that comes from. Um, oh. that's why th- this is the name because it means love and so these are the lovers because a lot of ancient historical comedies uh, really fixate on two lovers who are you know trying to do their thing but then get stopped by various things so this is when you look at like modern rom-coms they're usually very closely modeled after these ancient uh, stories hmm. Let us know what your favorite rom-com is on Twitter. <laughs> I really like that one. It's like, was it Seven Days to Lose a Man or something like that? I have no idea. All right. If I'm wrong and you're angry, <laughs> like and subscribe. So, Pantalone is a Vecchio. That's his subtype. The old enemy, you might say. Um, and Pantalone is characterized specifically by, my notes say, insane greed and egotisticality. Uh, he thinks he's real smart, but he's usually kind of a silly boy. And by that, mm. I mean dumb. <laughs> like me. Yeah. I feel like that describes me very well out of all of these things so far. Because mm. I'm definitely not an old person wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. But you're insanely greedy, egotisticalic, and actually stupid? Yeah. I think you're great. <laughs> so Pantaloon was a parody of Venetian people. And because I'm bad at research, I might be lying when I say that, but I'm about 87% sure that's true. Um, he's often the butt of jokes and falls for tricks. So that's where it comes in that he thinks he's a real smarty boy, but he gets bamboozled a lot. Um, he's really petty and he holds grudges for a long time. He's usually a single old man and the father of one of the inamorati. So either he's a widow or he's divorced or he's in a relationship, but, you know, it's not doing too great. You know what I'm saying? Because he's always coming on to younger women and he's always rejected. And he also usually will try to keep his kid away from the lover. So usually he's the father of one of the inamorati. And that's why he is an antagonist in the Vecchio subtype. You look like you want to say something. I'm just trying to follow along. I think it makes sense. Um, so I'm still confused as to how this relates to pants. Because I'm describing the character of Pantalone, whose name is where pantaloons, which word is the pants. Does that make sense? I mean, it makes sense where the word like comes from. Yeah, let me tell you about Pantalone. He's got high social status so he can have influence over others and that's how he tries to keep his his child away from the other inamorati 
He's also got emotional extremes. That's how he's kind of recognized by that. Uh, and he's really oblivious and self-absorbed. So the stance of the actor was a really important thing in Italian comedies. Um, and you'd be able to recognize a character. A lot of the time, by the way, they moved around and walked. Uh, and this was probably, I'm just spitballing here because I'm bad at research. This is probably because, you know, you're sitting in the stands of this huge auditorium. Uh, and it's hard to see the faces or the details in the masks of people. So, you know, they had very color-coordinated outfits and very specific walks. So the way that actors would walk as they were acting I just out, realized... The only thing I've eaten today was that bread. <laughs> How's that sitting for you? Surprisingly well. That's good. I'm happy for you. Let me just say something real quick. I, uh, I've had a tough road with gluten. <laughs> I'm not what you would call a uh, celiac person. But uh, every every now and again, if I eat some gluten, it gives me a, a a tough time in the tummy. Please tweet us at We Wear Podcast and call Noah a gluten boy. A glutaneous boy, as, as you like to say. If you spell glutaneous right, we'll be happy about it. So the way that... <laughs> we should uh, talk about the slimy man sometimes, yeah, but not today. We will. The stance of the actor as they were being uh, pantalone, you know, he's kind of like a hunchback old man. Uh, and a lot of the times, the hunch in the back wasn't because he was old, but it was because he was kind of like hunching over his money because he's greedy. Um, he would also walk with his hips forward with long strides. Uh, the Wait, knees... so he's hunched over, but he also has his hips forward? Yeah. It's a real comical stance. Um, the knees would be bent. I'm, try I'm trying to... I wish we had video. <laughs> I'm just trying to get that into my head. Mm -hmm. It's right, probably, like you're doing, a lot of the neck forward action. So he had his hips forward. He would take long strides. And uh, they'd also have their knees bent, and the knees would be turned outward. With like the heels mm, together. That's and interesting because I usually don't have my knees bent when I walk. Well, I'm talking like even when you're just standing around in the between bouts of walking. You got a little bend in the wow. The body would stay stiff, but uh, pantalones, hands and feet would be moving around all s speedy and stuff. And the head's always like moving and looking around. He's like fiddling with his money and his stuff. And also when they're walking, they lift their feet higher than normal. So just a real funny-looking boy. Um, the pantalone would usually move slowly, but then it have bouts of manic movement, and that would be correlated to his emotional outbursts that we talked about earlier. Uh, and then usually his outbursts would be followed by a lot of heavy breathing. Um, Can I demonstrate some heavy breathing? Sure. <laughs> I think that's a different type of heavy breathing, but I respect it. <laughs> How's that? We're going to have to fix that audio blowout in post. <laughs> let me uh, let me give you one more type of breathe. That's a good that's one. A, that's very similar to what I do at the doctor when they tell me to 
breathe. Hmm. That's a good way to breathe. So in case you couldn't tell, a lot of Pantalone's comedy is very physical and kind of some slapstick stuff. And so if he received bad news, usually related to money, like he lost a bunch of money or something, then he would fall backwards in shock. And then he'd be like a beetle or a turtle flailing about trying to flip over because funny. So explain to me why that's where the word pants comes from. I'm getting to it, Noah. (laughs) I'm trying to tell you. (laughs) Stick around for next episode where you'll find out. You want to know what the next thing in my notes says? Yes. Oldest of the old. We're actually getting into it now because the next part I want to tell you about. I can tell that this is the last page of the notes. (laughs) And we've gone through a couple pages. I mean, I'm looking at his notes and this is the last page. Wow, that's awesome. Can Can I just real quick count how many pages there were? Sure. This is good content. That's about how many pages there were. Yeah. So we're really getting into the wormhole now because we're talking about Pantaloon's costume and his physical appearance. Um, go ahead. No, you. Okay. Now we're talking about Pantaloon's costume and his physical appearance. And he was always a skinny boy. Um, sometimes short and sometimes real tall, but it was one of the extremes, but always real skinny. I just realized, oh, so I had that image in my head of the way he walks, right? Yeah. And I was trying to think of like, I I knew there was some character that walks like that, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't think of who that was. It was, it was right on my, on my tongue tip. Would you like but to I, share with the class? The The character is from Family Matters. Ben, would you care to guess what character I'm thinking of? Francis Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about anything. You, have you you've never seen Family Matters? I mean, I've probably seen it. I haven't seen it. Let seen me give it. you a classic line from this If you do character. it, I'm going to vomit. Did I do that? Do I know the name of this person? You probably do. I do, but I need you to tell me. Why do you need me to tell you? Because I can't remember. I had to Google it real quick to make sure I <laughs> oh, was so correct Oh, so you didn't know well. either. <laughs> I see how it is. I was trying to get you to say it so I wouldn't sound like an idiot if I got it wrong, but I wasn't wrong. Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you that. What's the name? Steve Urkel. Wow. If you're mad at us for not knowing the name Steve Urkel. I knew the name. (laughs) I just thought I might be wrong. Ring the bell. Um, So the short and skinny or short and tall character, Pantalone, had comic- Is that a good bell sound? Yeah. Had comically bad fashion. Um, it was like he was trying too hard to look young. You know what I'm saying? Like a picture a 80-year-old- Picture Steve Urkel. 
Not at all. Picture a 70-year-old hype beast. Um, almost all of his clothing articles were red. He often had a hat, a jacket, long trousers, or breeches with stockings. Take note of that. And then a tight vest. Sometimes I had a robe or a cape. Um, and then this is really a something that was a lot more of a... So after the robe... <laughs> I'm just going to say it. He had a really on-display cod piece. No, do you know what a cod piece is? No. It's a little... It's an outer garment that really hugs your boys. It's Please groin clothing. More. It's like a little you think of armor, and you think they got like the thigh plating, and then they got that little bit in the middle where it connects, where it covers the groin. That's a cod Like piece. a stormtrooper. Yeah, they got cod pieces. So this man has just a on How display do you spell that? cod piece. Cod like the fish, and then peace as in a park. Cod like the video game? Yep. All right, that's all I need to know. Yeah. Um, and we'll come back to that later, but now we're going to talk about his mask. Um, he had a really gaunt bone structure, so you could really see the bones. Uh, usually some Are, really... We're talking about a different kind of bone this time. We're talking about face bones, right. the calcium bones. Not a femur, like yeah, we yeah. were talking about just a little bit ago. Yeah, no, this is skull bones. Uh, yeah, real bushy eyebrows, a nice hooked, like, hawk nose, and then a mustache and a pointy goatee or forked beard. So Pantaloon had a walking stick, which he didn't actually use for walking, but instead used to hit people with. And now I've got a quote from Tim Shane, who I'm assuming knows more than I do. Uh, and what Mr. Shane says is that Pantaloon is tall and skinny like a stork with a large penis. Interesting. <laughs> and that just really takes us back to the on-display cod piece. And then you, if, if you remember, I said he walks with his hips forward. The cod piece was really a big part of his comedic display. Which I didn't find out until quite a bit of research. So you could say I'm something of a... A cod piece? <laughs> if I had one word to describe Ben Slavinsky. So Pantaloon also often had a golden medallion necklace. Um, and like I was saying, he was just trying to look young with his fashion. He tried to look real dressed up. Um, and so he was seen as really, you know, out of touch. Uh, and it was just all comedic. Did you catch the tie-in in the middle of that rant? No. So when I was talking about his clothing, he wore trousers. <laughs> so none of these other character types that you've talked about, which, how many how many others were there? I talked about three others briefly. There are at least three others that do not wear pants. They might have worn pants. I don't know. I think because Pantalone was so well known for his bad dressing that his pants became much more well known. And so actually the word pants was seen as a somewhat offensive slang term for a while in, I believe, the UK. 
because it came from this <laughs> this uh, this stork with a large penis um, was the origin of the word. So for a while, it was looked at as a kind of a a poop word. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we call pants pants. I'm glad we finally got to the end of that story. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, that went on for a lot longer than I expected. So, uh, I think we might just call this episode done. You only say some more things. How many more things and how long are they going to take? It'll take about five seconds. So my personal Go. definition of pants, pants used broadly refers to clothes of various tightness, length, fabrics, cuffs, etc. that all cover the legs individually. This concludes pants. Does this also conclude the episode? I don't have anything else to say. All right. Yeah, I'm kind of worn out from that. <laughs> that was really hard to follow at some points. Let's just trash the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's start over right now. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of We Wear Pants. Are we actually starting over? No. We're not going to start over. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening to... We'll save this segment for next time. If you're wondering what segment Noah's talking about, he's talking about that one. Uh, this thank one you. right here that's in my hand. Thank you for listening to this podcast, especially if you made it through the whole thing. I'm honestly kind of impressed. Uh, if you actually genuinely learned something, let us know on Twitter at wewearpodcast.com. Do you think that most people wouldn't learn something from this? I mean, they might just be listening for a good time. Hmm. If you listen to this for educational purposes, <laughs> you're <luck>. a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at us. <laughs>